Yeah, Mike. Uh. Okay, guys. Let us begin. Let us begin another day, Baruch Hashem, of our life. Baruch Hashem. As we were just saying, thank you, Hashem. One of the biggest challenges, as we said yesterday, and we have to chazer it over, to repeat it over every day, and that's one of the reasons why we learn every day purity of speech, Lashon Hara, Hilchus Lashon Hara, because the Yetzahara loves one thing, and it's his most favorite thing in the world, and that's called negativity. The Yetzahara loves negativity. He loves getting in your head, as we've said, Yaakov Deitch and I made up last Rosh Hashanah sitting in the old city together with a chevra, with some chevra. It's harder to get out of your head than it is to get out of bed. It's not about getting out of bed. It's about getting out of your head. The biggest problem people have is getting out of their head. As we've said from Yossi Adler, right, the Mashkiach Cotton Emeritus, Right, said, or I guess he could still be maybe Meshkir Khan. As we said, he was the one who sent to the chat, purpose is the greatest alarm clock. Purpose is the greatest alarm clock. When your head, when you're able to check your head, when you're able for your head to be positive, when you're able to learn how to think positive, when you're able to flush your head like we said yesterday, and your thoughts with positivity and love, and it takes work, it takes work. If it was so easy... Right? They wouldn't be legalizing things in America right? and all over the world. If it was so easy to be so positive and so loving about everything, then what would anybody need any of the things that they put out there? All the consumers of everything are all there for one reason, to make you feel good. But if I could be my own drug, that's maybe a new one. I'm my own drug. I just made that up. I like that. I'm my own drug. Well, I'm going to let something else... I'm going to let something else, I'm going to let some alcohol, I'm going to let something, some taiva, I'm going to let something else affect how I think about things, how I connect to things. No, I'm the drug. I don't need something else to make me feel a certain way. I don't need something else. I don't need somebody else to make me feel a way. I'm going to be the generator of the love. I'm going to be the generator of the positivity. I'm going to be the generator of whatever it is that I'm going to generate. And the way a person does that is every day. It's not something that you switch on a switch, you flip a switch, and you have that for your lifetime. We're all waiting till I flip the switch for one reason. That, that way I could just sit back and cruise. No, 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 no. Every morning, you got to wake up in the morning. Every day, I got to remind myself, I don't want to think negative thoughts. I want to think positive thoughts. I want to talk positivity all the time. I, if you don't have nothing good to say, say nothing. If you have nothing good to say, say nothing. The first halacha that we're going to be talking about today is talking negatively about someone's inborn traits. Speech which can cause another Jew to be degraded in the eyes of his peers, and especially in yeshiva. One of the challenges that every person has, especially in in your age group of peers is one of the things we're going to talk about in Masil Sisharim is one of the reasons why people don't change and people don't grow. And that is, is that they're afraid what people are going to think. I got to be cool. I got to be this in the eyes of my friends, my boys. That's a very normal, natural thing that you have to impress people. 
But one of the things that unfortunately comes with impressing people is that I'm willing to go ahead and put somebody else down and I'm willing to feel up at the expense of somebody else. Says the Chavetz Chaim very clearly, you're not allowed to talk negatively about someone's inborn traits. You may claim, I'm not really saying anything negative about the person because it's not his fault that he was born this way. But the Chavetz Chaim reminds us, imagine if you were that person. How would you feel if you were that person? For example, if you say, that guy is not so smart. That guy is a little bit on the heavy side. That guy needs to lose weight. That guy, whatever you're going to say, he's dumb, right? He's not so good looking. Such statements can have terrible ramifications. If the person being spoken about is single, right, and he's looking for a shidduch, if that person is trying to make friends, if that person is insecure, whatever it is, you could destroy somebody by going ahead and telling someone else, that guy's like this, that guy's like that. Okay? Negative remarks about someone's inborn traits. And again, where does this all come from? Like the Mitzorah. The Mitzorah is called Motsi Ra. The Mitzorah is somebody who speaks Lush and Hara. Motsi Ra. As we've said many times, you squeeze an orange, what do you get out of it? Orange juice. What do you give to somebody? You give to somebody what you have. You can only give what you have. Ready for this? This is going to be a heavy one for everybody here, for myself included. So if I'm giving negativity vibes and negative energy, then what do I have? Negativity. If I'm giving positivity and love, what does that mean I have? It means I have love. So whatever you give is what you have. So when you're giving and talking negative about somebody, it means you have negative, negative. hurt people, right? This you guys have heard. There's a famous book on this. Hurt people hurt people. When you're hurt, you hurt someone. You hurt someone. So when a person goes ahead and learns to love himself, when he learns to be positive within himself, then his energy and what flows out of him is pure positivity. Question, comments on this, and we'll wrap up the Chavetz Chaim. Question, comments, please. I do want to say before, before um, I even uh, take question, comments, I have, to, I have to give a tremendous shout-out, more than a shout-out, to a person who does this. This is part of what, th- what, what makes this yeshiva great, is a person like this in, in this yeshiva. Everyone is sitting here on straight tables and chairs, there's one Jew sitting in the space medrash who quietly, I'm sorry that I'm uh, going to expose him right now, quietly at night, I watched him, I've watched him many times, doesn't talk about it, people who could be schmoozing around, he sits there cleaning off, everyone saw the tefillin so beautifully over there, clean, right? It's not that, oh, uh, we have this person, that person, blah, blah, this is, this is godless, Yehuda race. You know who you know who became the successor. Imre. You know you know you you know who became the successor. Yeah, Imre. Yeah. The successor of Moshe Rabbeinu was Yoshua because that's what he did. It's one of the things that he did. Question, comments, just on the halachic thing, halachic, and then we'll uh, do our tefillah that that today. 
And all we could do is take one day at a time. You can't say, I'm never going to speak Lashon Hara in my life. All we got to do is continue chazering over like the Chavetz Chaim promises us. We do this, he's going to help us. He will help us. He'll be a Melitz, he'll be a defendant for us. He'll be someone, and it says, he says, if a person does this every day, your desire to talk negative will totally disappear eventually. And I could testify for myself, it works. It's worked in Yeshiva Baruch Hashem, and we're going to continue. Question, comments on that halacha, and then we'll go, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll march on to the Mesil Sisharim. Question, comments? Somebody? No? You can say comments also, you don't have to Yes, Shai. So sometimes you'll say... Gabai, Gabai, yeah. So sometimes... Yes. In life, someone might like say something whatever about negative about someone's trait that they have inside. Right. But like you're saying it to them or whatever because really deep down you want to like be constructive and you want them to understand... Wait, wait, no, 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 you're not saying it to... I'm sorry to interrupt. You're not saying it to them. You're saying it, if you're saying it to someone, say, listen, I'm going to talk to you about your stuff and we're friends. We're not talking about that. We're talking about where I'm telling you about somebody else. I'm talking to you and saying, oh, yeah, that guy, whatever. Whatever, yeah, and you're, yeah, yeah. That's what we're talking about. That's, and why am I doing that? Because I don't feel good. And you don't feel good. So misery loves company and we try and make ourselves feel good by dissing that guy. Instead of making ourselves, it's the same thing. It's the same thing why people do everything external to feel good. Why do people drink? Why do people smoke? Why do people do things with all their tithes? Because they don't feel good. So give me something external to make me feel good. Why do I talk about somebody to put them down? Because I don't feel good. But if I learn to feel good, then what do I got to talk about? I'll talk, I'll, I'll lo- love everybody. We're going to spread the love. Yes. Beautiful, exactly. Not only what Binyamin's saying is that the best way to help someone else. What are you helping someone else for? You can't change anybody, Binyamin. You can't change anybody else. That's our problem in life is we think we could change other people. You're not changing your parents, guaranteed. You're not changing your wife, guaranteed. You're not changing nobody. There's one person who you hopefully can change. That's yourself. The problem is, when we live in that world where we're saying, oh, I gotta change this guy, I gotta change this guy, I gotta change this guy. And you happen to be right, Benjamin. The best way, Mir Hashem, you'll see how to be a great parent, how to be a great husband, is by what? By you acting and just being that. When you are that, then you give that over. When you are that, you become that, and then, oh, how come that guy, how come that kid is such a good kid? How come that? Why? Because his father's of this and his mother's of this, but he changed. Okay, sometimes you have that also, that a person is able to rise above his circumstances. But we are influ- influencing people just by our essence of who we are. In the airplane, Beautiful. you have to put on your mask before you can help the person next to you. Beautiful. Exactly. 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 Beautiful. I love it. Yes. Yes, you can only give to others what you have yourself. You can only give what you have. If I don't have it, how can I give it? 
positivity, but there's some Parabas said, uh, you don't need to create it, you have to access it. And once you access it, that's what's already inside of you, then you'll be able to access it more times. Correct. Correct. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Well said. Beautiful. True. Okay, Hashem should help us. Hashem should help each and every one of us. Shkoyach Shaya. Hashem should help each and every one of us. We should all be zocha to today and every day not to speak any Lashon Hara. And all we can do is try as best as we can to learn the Halachas. We can learn the Halachas. And through that we'll be zocha. Through that each and every one of us. And one of the hardest things we'll learn about this over the year. One of the hardest things for a person to do is especially when you're with a chevra, you're sitting around people, you're sitting at lunch, you're sitting at dinner, you're sitting around in the dorms. And again, you don't have to be that guy who's saying, stop talking Lashonara. Get, get, I guarantee everybody here, you walk out of a room when people are speaking Lashonara. If people know, this is a big yisod that I've always said, if you are someone who talks negative about somebody else, even when you're talking to that person about somebody else, that person who you're talking to knows that you will do the same thing to him. Which means that don't think by you talking down about somebody else that you're actually lifting yourself up in the eyes of the person you're talking to. You ain't lifting yourself up in the eyes of the person you're talking to. Because deep down that guy who's hearing you bash that guy knows, whoa, you know what? That guy's going to bash me too if he needs to bash me. But if you know and you're known to be a person who I ain't saying nothing, I'm not talking about somebody else, and your friends know that you're not talking about somebody else, I guarantee you people will trust you. I guarantee you you'll be more popular. I guarantee you you will be somebody who will be the best friend for anyone. Anyone. Because we know that we live in a generation Right, where the President, of the, United, the President of the United States and the world, I don't know where they're holding with all the stuff, but all of the, all of the debates are all about bashing, are all about publicly bashing other people. That is the opposite of what Judaism is about. Opposite of Judaism. Judaism is about, is about not saying a word. There's a reason the Chavetz Chaim is the Chavetz Chaim. The reason why everyone knows the Chavaz Chaim, whether you're Hasidish, Litvish, Svardi, Ashkenazi, whatever you are, the Chavaz Chaim, why? Because we Jews know that our number one thing is to be positive about all of us, to be positive. So Hashem should help us and all the Jewish people. We should be Zoha today and every day not to talk anything negative about any Jew, wherever they are, whoever they are. And through that we'll be Zoha to strengthen ourselves and all the Jewish people. Okay. As we are journeying a little bit together, as it's uh, a heavy time, to say the least, as the Jewish calendar as it's getting ready for Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. And as the Ramchal tells us very clearly, like we said yesterday, there are no new things that I'm going to teach you, he says. And he says, The challenge in our life is not newness. The challenge in our life is to remind ourselves the things that we already know. And the way it works is if a person takes himself seriously, like we said yesterday, keeping the main thing the main thing. The way a person does that 
is by coming every, as much as he can, coming to keep the main thing, the main thing. As we know, discipline, you guys will like this, anyone who's writing, writing this or wants to write this down, discipline is remembering what you want. People who have trouble being consistent is because they don't remember what they want. The way to discipline yourself is to remind yourself that this is what I want. What happens is we get inspired and then we all have ADD, we all get distracted and we're all like, okay, whatever it is. But when I chazer over and I remind myself every day, every day I remind myself, I want to share with you guys, I wish I could share with everybody here the, the person who, who wrote this, but I can't. But I want to show, share with you guys something that I, I was blown away yesterday. Someone sent to me, sent this to me last night at 12, 12 o'clock, 11.50. He sent me this once. One of the guys here, I can't share this with you, who it is. One of the guys here shared this after the year yesterday. He said, Musr today gave me a lot to think about. Thank you, Rebbe. This is, what he, this is what he wrote. Ready with this? Here we go. Who is me? This is what he said. Who am I? At what point in life did I stop dreaming? He asked the question. Why did I stop believing that anything is possible? Number three. Why did I become afraid to love? Why do I shut people out? Why can't I let myself be vulnerable? Why did I start to doubt myself and criticize myself? Why does living in reality mean not being able to chase and create my dreams? Why am I scared to admit that I'm not always okay? And last thing, why am I telling myself all of these false and negative things? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I just want to say something. What I want to say, number one. Number one is... I was blown away. Yeah, exactly, right? Right? Number one, I just want to say something. I like related to everything he wrote. Right? I related. What? Could we get it on paper? I related to everything that that person wrote. Because the, the lie, the lie that we all live in, the lie that the world lives in, is that I can't have problems. The lie that everybody lives in, I can't have anxiety. I can't have tithes. Right? I can't have an addiction. Addiction is the, new, the newest thing on the block. It's not so new. It's the newest thing. Why? Because we, we live in a life where we live in a world where you can have everything you want. So if you can have everything you want, you don't get excited to have right, one shot. Right? It's the famous thing I've told you guys. I saw it here in Yeshiva with one of the guys. Great guy. Shlaimi, you want to say the story? You know the story I'm going to say. At Kiddush, yeah. Yeah, I know. Usually when you take a shot, you can only enjoy that shot if you have another shot next to you. <laughs> and that's what happened. I saw one of the guys. I saw, I saw one of the guys. I saw one of the guys. And I know the feeling. He had his hand on the bottle. And he had a shot. It was at Kiddush. We have a Kiddush. We have a Shem Shabbos. Beautiful Kiddush. Right? And he had a shot. I forgot what, what the, it was. Bourbon or scotch. Whatever it was. And he poured himself a shot. And then he was saying to himself... He says, oh, I can't wait to the second shot. And I stopped him. I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. You just put down that first shot. Like, what a chutzpah. Give respect to that first shot. Why are you already on to the next shot? But what's the shot when you... Uh, 
No pun intended. I didn't do it on purpose. That was Minot Shemayin that Hashem gave me. What's, what's Pshat in that? The Pshat is that, is that that can apply to many things. And it really goes to the other thing that I was saying. Because when I'm not happy, then I'm chasing happiness. When you're chasing happiness, when you're chasing something, right? you ever have dreams? It's one of the, I think, most uh, um, popular dreams that people have. I know I, I have this sometimes, where you're chasing someone and chasing someone and you can't catch them. It's very frustrating in a dream, right? And uh, they say psychologically that that's part of what, what that is, is because we live in a world of such abundance. We live in a world where you get on an airplane, right? I had this uh, when we came off the plane a, a week ago. I don't even remember when it was, when, when I came back. I remember coming, ooh, Yitzi, yeah. right, man? <laughs> Talk about Amish Minashamayim. Minashamayim. Talk about a generator. Talk about a person who brings happiness and who creates happiness from within. Right? I'd advise anybody here to have a conversation with. With with Rabbi Yitzchak Raymond, a person, a person, a person who who makes decisions, who makes decisions not based on what's popular. What's make who makes decisions not on what's popular, but who makes decisions on what's best for him and what he needs. And when you start living in that world, when you start living in that world where you're living you. And you start, you start generating things that you can never, never, I promise you guys, and you know it yourselves, the greatest feeling in the world is when you're doing you. The greatest feeling in the world. That's why kids are so happy. That's why I love kids. You see four-year-old kids, six-year-old kids, they're running around, they're having a blast. They're having a party, right, until we ruin them. No, I'm serious. That's what happens. Until the adults, myself, I take full responsibility, but I'm saying, I mean that. Until we can, I, I, I've said this story over, I love it. It's one of my favorite stories because I remember it. And I hope, I, I, I hope I'm a good parent. I don't know if I'm a good parent. I'm not a good parent. I hope I am. I try and be a good husband. That's what I try and do. That's the best way to be a good parent is to be a good husband. That's what I try and do. I hope I'm a good parent. But the story that comes to me, it happened, I think, last year. I was sitting at the Shabbos table in a place with my family and my six-year-old son, who Baruch Shem has a lot of energy, was sitting there with his schnitzel. He had a schnitzel. He had like two pieces of schnitzel and he made those schnitzels. He put like toothpicks in the schnitzel and he made them like into a boat and he was having a party with the schnitzel. And I was looking at him and I was like enjoying. Now Baruch Shem is my youngest son. If it was my oldest child, I would have said, as Ripsi, we said yesterday, I would say, what would I say, Ripsi? We don't do that with the schnitzel. We don't act like that with the schnitzel. Who told, who says how to act with the schnitzel? Let him, let him make the schnitzel into a boat. Because that's what he wants to do. 
That's what he wants to do. He's not doing anything dangerous. I'm not saying so people, right? Silly people will say, oh, so that means if your son wants to cross a busy street, let him do that. Oh, don't ask me that stupid question. Give me a break. That's not what I'm talking about. Yeah, right. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about letting, letting, oh, so if your son is beating up your daughter, let that, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying let him, let him play with the schnitzel. Let him go ahead and have a good time. But what happens? As the Mezr Chamagat says, the holy Mezr Chamagat says, we learn three things from children. The first thing we learn from children is that they're always busy. They're always busy. Kids are not like, I want to take them here to Shem, you'll see. Take a nap. That's when you become a teenager. Take a nap. Try and tell a kid. Try and tell a six-year-old, a ten-year-old, go, you got to take a nap, right? Pesach and Seder night. I don't know what family ever accomplished this. If they did, I don't know, either they're crazy or hats off to them, right? And I'm saying, taking a nap in the afternoon with little kids, why does a kid not want to take a nap? Because he's busy. i got a lot to do. Says the message of Magid. That's what kids do. Now, how ironic is it that kids, the second thing the message of Magid says kids have is that they're always happy. Kids are not sad. Kids are having a blast. How ironic. Kids are always busy. They're always happy. Maybe those go together because they're doing what they got to do. And number three, this is one of my favorites also, is that when they don't get something, they cry until they get it. When they don't get something, they cry until they get it. The beauty of being a child, the beauty of the Mezrich Amagid, the Talmud, the biggest Talmud of the Baal Shem Tov who really brought Hasidus out to, to, to all of us. Incredible. So children have three things. They're always busy, they're always happy, and when they don't get something, they cry until they get it. Wow, amazing. Okay, let me wrap up with this last thing. Question, comments, I'm sorry. Sorry. Question, someone had a hand up. Question, comments? Please. Comments also, questions, yeah. more yes. Yes, Schleimi. Yeah, Yes, yes, please. About yes. It's ironic that the biggest bank in America is called Chase. Ah, very good, very good. Beautiful, it's true. Very good, very good, very good. Yeah, anybody else? Please, thoughts, additions, it's always good. Come on, guys, let's get some Rabbi Tzvi, come on. Huh? Yes, oh, yes. What? You're saying you want to be like that child. What's the point he's trying to make? Th- that what? You tell me. What are you hearing? What are you hearing? What is teshuva? How about this? What does teshuva mean? What is the literal translation of the word teshuva? It doesn't mean repentance. I don't even know what repentance means. Right? I don't. I don't know what that word means. It means tshuva. It means tshuva. What? I don't know. Teshuva. Yeah. Teshuva literally means to return. They say when a person goes to the mikvah, which is part of tshuva, what is he doing? He gets into a fetal position. And he's like in the mother's womb where there's ambiotic fluid and there's fluid around him and he becomes a child again. He gets in touch. You go to see a therapist and you bring stuff out, which is very healthy. You get in touch with your inner child because you're happy Deep down, everybody's happy. Deep down, everybody's got a lot of work to do. 
deep down everybody wants to accomplish. But what happens is, at some stage in your life, you get frozen. You get stuck. Usually it begins when you're, whatever it is, whether it's puberty or whatever happens, where you start not being happy. You start not being busy. You start not getting what you want. So yes, the message of Magda is saying, Halavai, we can, we can learn from that. Yes, someone who had a hand up? Oh yeah, Morty, please. Morty! Hey. Sitting, I just, I, I just want everybody to see something. I just want everybody to see something. You see this over here? Morty, I just want to say something. Morty Lubavitch is a guy who last year, last year sat, he didn't sit here, now he's more direct. Morty was sitting over there every day with the notebook. With the notebook. Look at this. Every day writing, he would ask me, Morty would ask me, like, oh, that's a contradiction, or that's a question of what you said, you know, three months ago, and he's like looking through his notebook, right? No wonder, no wonder, no wonder, no wonder. No wonder. No wonder. Doesn't just happen. Greatness doesn't, doesn't just happen. You gotta work. You gotta work. Yes. <laughs> it is. I'm serious. No rehearsal. That was a joke. And he's a funny guy too. That why? Right. No, nothing to do about what? It's the world we live in. It's right. Right, so, I, so first of all, I don't know, okay, thank you, Morty. I, I don't know what, I don't know what, when you say that's what the world is, because you know what I'm going to say, more. we haven't I been here for two months, one second, one second. No, no, but I want to say this very clearly, is that what the world is? I'm, I'm the world, which means be the change that I want to see in the world. So, you, so we can never say that that's what the world is. I want to be that change that I want to see. So let's talk about parenting for a second. You're not there yet, Morton. Yeah, yeah, sure. One second, one second. So, again, that's assuming, that's assuming that you're talking in the world of parent. First of all, we're not talking about parenting class right now. But if we, no, 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 but one second. If we were, I'll tell you what I would tell parents. There are parents here now. I'm a parent. I could tell you one thing, and any parent here could please give their opinion. The greatest thing you'll see, take notes about this, about being a parent, is recognizing that I got to work on myself. I don't have to work on my kid. Being a good parent is when a child sees that the parent is working on himself. He's working on his relationship with his wife. He's working on himself. That's the greatest thing you could do for your child. When you try and parent, now it doesn't mean you don't, you're not machanach. It doesn't mean you don't guide. But the greatest thing you could do for your children, like I said, is to be a great spouse. What does that mean? 
It means to be a great spouse means I am a wonderful person. So I wouldn't focus so much again. We're not focusing so much on that morning. Don't worry about what you're going to buy. And by the way, by the time you get to the fact that your child is going to be a teenager or anybody here, iPhones are not going to be the problem. They're going to say like, what's an iPhone? They're going to have that uh, whatever they're going to have. I can't imagine. The what? Yeah, whatever they're going to have, yeah. I called it, by the way. Aaron, where's Aaron? Say it, I called it. This summer, this summer, we were in Sheer in the summer. This was beautiful. And I was, I said, I can't believe I had this myself. So you'll see, you'll like this. I had this myself. I was so frustrated that when I was talking FaceTime to one of my kids in Israel, that I was walking, I went on a walk with my wife, and I'm like, a chutzpah, these, these 2019 iPhones that don't give me what I need. And we're sitting there walking, and I have to walk and FaceTime like that. So I'm like, a chutzpah. Know what they need to create? They need to create something that I could just walk around and naturally, right? My iPhone is just like this, and I could do it. I just walk around, right? Just walk around like this, whether it's some device. And I thought about it. I already have the the next thing. So afterwards, Aaron Hartman sent me a picture. What was it, a couple days afterwards or a week? I don't know when it was. He went on a trip. And he saw a kid walking around, what is it, a uh, mall. He was walking around a mall, and he had a thing that goes on your neck, that this, so he could just walk around like this. I was like, yes, I should go into business like that. But I want to tell you something. That's too already primitive for me, because you have to wear that thing on the neck. Soon they'll have it, that it's just like sort of the gravity. What is it? A little drone, exactly. It'll be drones. Hi, Shalom Aleichem. This is my, you know, like a, ver, a, a ventriloquist. You know what I mean? Oh, this is me, Shalom Aleichem. Meet me and my partner. Because that's what it is. And again, this is not the problem. Don't, I don't want anyone here to misunderstand me. I don't want anyone here not to understand what I'm saying. So let me communicate it. This is not the problem. That's not the problem. The problem is, is that when I'm not focused on myself... And I'm focused on everybody else. And I'm focused on everything else. And I don't keep the main thing the main thing. Then I can get distracted by these things. Yes, Gedalia, and then we'll wrap up. That is a great question. I would say, so, so Gedalia is asking, how does a person access happiness? So we could spend the whole year um, on happiness. There are books about happiness, which I would suggest if anybody wants to be happy. I've said this to everybody. People come over to me. So how do I be happy? Well, how many books have you read on happiness? Huh? Okay, so what are you, why are you surprised? You've got to read books on happiness. You have to, there's a psychologist who has a whole, I think here in Tel Aviv, he's a famous person who wrote The Psychology of Happiness. It's a famous, there's a whole thing about happiness because people are depressed nowadays. But one thing I could just say to start with one of the things to start with, because there's a lot to talk about happiness, one of the things to start with is that they say happiness, happy people are not thankful. Rather, thankful people are happy. People think, oh, he's a happy guy because he's, right, what's the proof that he's happy? Because he's thankful and he has gratitude and he realizes all the gifts that he has in life. No, 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 no. It's the opposite. If you want to be happy, be grateful. Be thankful. It's one of the things that I said, and I, that's why I start off with, with the Chavetz Chaim. I know myself, right, Josh? I was Ocha this morning to walk with Josh Samet, a holy Jew. I don't know if 
you heard it. You heard it yet? You didn't hear it yet. So you didn't hear it. So what happened was, as I was leaving, so my partner over here, me and Yitzi, right? We gotta get a little. I mean, I'm, I'm right. I, I, I leave a message. I leave a message. I try, especially now that I'm yeshiva. I didn't leave the message for my wife yet. So, but okay, I'll have to explain that. I leave two messages every morning when I'm walking from my house to yeshiva. One message I start is I'm thankful, and I, I promise everybody here. I could be in a bad mood in the morning. When I'm not doing this, I stay in a bad mood. Or I stay, I shouldn't say a bad mood. I, I'm not, I wouldn't call it a bad mood, that's not true. My, ne- my thoughts are, are not as strong, as positive, as loving as I want them to be. So every morning I walk and I leave a message for Yitzi and some of, some, some of the chaver here, because I spoke about this last year, some of the chaver here started partnering up, leaving messages to say, I'm thankful for this. And it doesn't have to be great, amazing, amazing things. One of the things I just started, Baruch Shem, there's a high school that we just started, Baruch Shem, this year. And the first year, we, I did this in camp and I do it here now. The first thing they do in the morning is they write five things that they're thankful for. And it's one of the things, it's one of the things if you begin to be thankful and you make lists every day, I'm thankful for this, I'm thankful for that, you automatically, you automatically will start becoming happier. Automatically. Okay, there's so much to say, there's so much to do. Hashem, yes, Shaya. Yeah. yeah. Right, so I, I just want to be clear. Thank you, Shai. I just want to be clear. I'm not, I'm not saying that, that when I was saying that the, the children get, I'm not saying that parents and all parents and all teachers, no, chas v'shom. I'm just saying a child has, when, when, when a child naturally is a certain way, th- th- there's no reason why that can't continue. There's no reason why that can't continue. Why doesn't it? I don't know if it doesn't continue. I don't know if it doesn't continue. It doesn't continue, yeah. You gotta work on it, whatever, life. Okay. Who, uh, yeah? Okay, Hashem should help each and every one of us. Each and every one of us. Yeah. What? Okay. Well, what's the question? About the parenting? Okay, so we'll talk about the parenting. What, you, what, you want to you wanna fix it? That, that what? I want to know the, the problem. Like, what is the problem? Of that, what? That why a kid can't stay, like, can't stay, can't stay in that zone. Like, Who says he can't? Right, but they don't. No, not they. That's what I'm saying. What do you mean? That's not true. No average, exactly. Exactly. So, look. Yeah, yeah. We can, we'll, we'll can bang it out. Hashem? Yeah. A one-year-old child Right, right, right. Correct. We'll talk about it another time. Hashem should help us all. Guys, most importantly... Wait, 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 one second, one second. Guys, the most important thing, I think, to remember is it's 1045 today. It doesn't matter what happened yesterday. It doesn't matter what happened last night. It for sure doesn't matter what happened last year. What matters is the clock on the wall now. What matters is what you're going to do today. What you're going to do this morning. What you're going to do today. Today is the first day of the rest of your life. Have a great day, everybody. Let's go.
Bro, bring it in, bro. <laughs>